This is Let's Get Juicy with me, your host, Juliette Lipman. I'm a female leadership mentor to women who are literally looking to drip in pleasure, wealth, and soul. This is your portal to being inspired and uplifted by intimate conversations I'll be having with powerful women who have reached success on their own terms and that it's all available to you too, my love. I'm so excited you're here. So let's get juicy, shall we? Hello, my dear Sophie. Hi, honey. So nice to be here. So nice to have you. So we are sitting here in Amsterdam Mm -hmm. in my office Mm -hmm. for our second podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm (laughs) so happy to have you and... Yeah, it's a real honor. The The last podcast we did together was so illuminating. Mm, such a good one. Yeah, it was really good. And I, yeah, I'm sure this one will be as well. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who don't know Sophie, Sophie is a beautiful polarity teacher. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah, speaks about many different topics. But in particular, and the topic of this episode is we're going to talk about this concept of Sky Daddy, <laughs> as she calls it. <laughs> yes. And I'll let her speak all about that. But first, I'll just give you the context of why we're talking about Sky Daddy. So a lot of times I notice that probably if you're listening to this podcast, you have you've dipped your toes into spirituality and maybe you have your own business or you're just interested in yeah, the online spiritual world and being a successful, high-performance female leader. And so what happens is a lot of the times when we start to dive into the realms of spirituality as we learn concepts of surrender and that there's something greater out there and, you know, God has your back or spirit has your back or something like that. And typically what happens, what I've seen a lot, and I've seen this in myself in particular, is that we think we're surrendering and we're trusting something greater, but we don't actually fully like let go and fully letting go wouldn't be safe either. So it's, it's like this interesting um, thing where we're still micromanaging. um, But we desire to believe that, you know, wow, if we really trusted things would work out. So I'm really interested in this dynamic and I know you've explored this, a lot and so let's get started with the word sky daddy (laughs) what does sky daddy mean so sky daddy it started a bit as a joke and then I really started adopting what sky daddy was and it has been just mind-blowing it all began I think like a year and a half ago I saw a post from the content queen from Rebecca and she said something like a big tax bill is just sky daddy giving you a spanking to make more money Mm. and something in my body just went whoa whoa what if everything's like this and for for months I just started feeling like how does my relationship to the cosmos or to the divine or to manifestation or universe whatever you want to call it what does it actually feel like and I realized God isn't my father God is my lover And he isn't just my lover. He's a kinky 
lover, king <laughs> motherfucker that just wants to give it to me good. Mm-hmm. And that's not always through pleasure. That's not always through yummy. Sometimes he makes me wait. Sometimes he wants me to squirm. Sometimes he wants me to beg harder. But all of it is in service of me opening wider to the universe. Mm. And so that means that if, for instance, I want to call in a great relationship and I've been single for two years, instead of wallowing in, I've been single for two years, oh my God, two years, two years. No, you're just being made to wait like a lover does just before entering you, right? That being made to wait is such an important period. Because if you don't have that, you're actually not as open as you could be to what can come. Mm. And so I've been seeing, I've been playing with this concept for, for over a year now. And it's it's honestly delicious because everything is a sky daddy moment. Sometimes he's really, really being kinky with me. He's really teasing me. He's really spanking me. He's really <laughs> making me squirm. Because not everything is pleasurable and good and nice. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with our relationship with the cosmos. And the moment I can actually open up that even the times of suffering or the times of, of having to wait or the darker times that they are just part of the same lovemaking, everything changes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Let's unpack that. <laughs> so many juicy nuggets there. So first of all, an example, a real world example that happened with us a few days ago. Mm-hmm. We both um, received sessions from a healer. And Sophie was waiting to hear from this healer, and Sophie messaged me about it. And I, I let Sophie know, yeah, she had texted me. She's going to, she'll probably text you. Like she, she had just come back from taking time off from her business. And then, in like, if I was in Sophie's position, I would have texted me like, oh, so when is she gonna message me? You know, like kind of wanting to control it and be like, I really want to speak to her. Like, let me make it happen. Mm-hmm. I want to push my way to speaking to her because. It's on my mind and I need to control it. Mm-hmm. But you messaged me back and you said, okay, I'm going to leave it up to Sky Daddy. It's just another way for me to, I forgot, you didn't say surrender, but you said something like that. And I just remember thinking, fuck, she's not trying to control this. Like, And yeah, I'm sure it, that makes you more peaceful, first of all. But my, my deeper question is like, why, you know, there's also a part that where you want to con- you need to make things happen. Mm-hmm. But then there's a piece of you that's like, no, like I believe in something greater. So can you unpa- unpack that for me? Yeah. So I think in the whole spiritual personal development world, there's kind of, it's a scale, right? Some people believe that we are hundred percent the creators of our reality. I don't believe that. It doesn't feel like that to me. There's too much that's happened in my life where I didn't do that. Something was dancing me. And was was doming me to surrender. I believe we are co-creators with our universe. Or we are co-creators with Sky Daddy. So to me, that means that, first of all, I need to be really receptive and listen. Mm-hmm. I feel where life is actually wanting to lead me. And so that might, in, in my current phase of life, that means I, I, I'm going very inward. I'm not working a lot. I'm doing a lot of internal processing. I'm very quiet. I'm very introverted right now. But that feels like life is moving me there. It's not me. That feels like that's what life is wanting from me. Mm. I'm seeing that in all the signs around me. And it's just about my receptivity as a woman, my receptivity in listening to life. 
And so somebody might be listening to this and be like, I'm just swimming against the stream, swimming against the stream. Yes, become receptive against the life. This life is leading you in some kind of direction. So yes, that absolutely. But within that, I play with, for instance, I feel like I should make a course on Sky Daddy, right? I make agreements with the cosmos. I say, okay, I'll make, I'll make a course on Sky Daddy if, <laughs> let's say I post a link online, if 10 people show up on that first link. Otherwise, I'm not doing it. Ooh. And it's not, a, this is where it's a feminine practice. This is not a manipulation to get 10 people in. I am wholeheartedly willing to let it go. I'm fully and completely willing to let it go if it's not where I'm supposed to be. But can you also say, okay, but maybe I was putting too harsh of expectations. Absolutely. And maybe I need to wait two weeks or three weeks. Maybe there's more room there. So how do you... So let's say like the first parameter you meet was not met. Yeah. What do you do then? Do you listen? Yeah, you become receptive again. Okay, I'm not selling. Great. What is there to be felt right now? What is there that needs to be said? What is life inviting me into? Often when we go through suffering or things not going our way, it's because literally Sky Daddy is doming us to feel something. Mm. Go feel that you are not, that you don't think you're worthy. Go feel that you are micromanaging the universe. Go feel that you're scared. Mm -hmm. Go feel the things. There's something that life wants you to go deeper in. I was thinking like the universe is always expanding, right? That's what I think God's trying to do with you. He's always trying to expand you. And that's not always good and fun. Yeah. It might be that you need to, you get to face something within yourself. And so, yeah, but a, a launch not working might be exactly what you need to feel right now. And that's really hard in this business, right? Because we all want to like sell courses and say, you're going to make all the money. I don't sell that in my courses anymore because I don't believe that's what happens. No. Because sometimes what you need to experience is the disappointment of, of pouring your heart into something and nobody buying it. Yeah. And that's a gift from Sky Daddy of just saying, you don't want to feel this, so I'm going to create the thing so you will feel it. So that, so that you open wider. So that you give up. I, I realize that most of the things in my life, at least, that I've experienced have eventually always domed me and led me to the point where I gave up. And what's the, I mean, hearing you say this makes me <laughs> want to squirm, by the way. I'm like, but no. Like, but if I pour my fucking heart into something, I want to see it through. So let's say I pour my heart into something and I screwed and it didn't happen. And yeah. What is the benefit? What is the gift in opening wider and going to your hands and knees and just being like, I give up with this? There's such a gift in giving up. I don't know a lot of people that are actually giving up, that actually say, screw it. Here are my knees on the floor. I can't take it anymore. I'm yours now. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop trying managing it all. Most of us, have very creative, manipulative, covert ways that we are manipulating our men, that we are manipulating God, that we are manipulating because we were scared. And so we'll think, I need to think positive thoughts all day. I need to do my <laughs> mindset work every day. I need to do this. And there's truth to all of these things. But the thing is that underneath it, for most of us, there's an energy of, of but then I, could, then I have some say in what's going to happen to me. Yeah. I don't believe that that's how God works. God doesn't need you pretty. 
God doesn't need you cute. God doesn't need you high vibrations. God doesn't <laughs> need you to think positively. What does God mean? Open. Open. Ugh. An openness to hear. An openness to feel life. And even if you're closed, that's part of it. We're all like, I know this is so meta, but we're God experiencing itself. So whatever you're experiencing, it's God. That's what he wants you to be doing. Yeah. I mean, I love everything you just said. It just yeah. like opened me. I want to get into the definition of God, but just to follow in a second, yeah. but just to follow this train of thought. So I'm thinking around launching a product, launching yeah. a program. So let's say you have a program that you want to launch and you're deciding doors are closing by Friday. Yeah. And let's say you're, you know, you said, okay, I want 10 women in. Yeah. And the 10 women don't come, not even one, maybe one woman comes and you have to pay her back. Then what? Then what? I, I hate say, using these words, but you drop to your knees and ask, what is it that you want from me? Who are you asking? Something greater than you. That's why this is a feminine practice. The feminine wants to surrender to the big, strong arms, right? The feminine <laughs> wants to just soften into him, your man, whatever that is. It's a saying with God, but for that, we actually have to give up something. We have to give up to something that yeah. something bigger is leading us. Something bigger has got us. Mm. That's the thing. That's why skydiving is so fascinating because it, it, it'll eventually um, activate in you that you get to, that you are always led and you're always supported. Also, when nobody shows up to your course, okay, mm. what is it you want from me here? Mm. What is it that you're asking for me here? Yeah. And that's the bigger initiation. And and and, and, the, and bring the feminine intuition. I've, I've been in moments like these where I had an inner knowing that there were 22 people somewhere. Mm. So I didn't give up. Mm. So I said, okay, I know something needs to change because those 22 people are there. I can sense it. Mm. So always do connect to your knowing. Your knowing knows what needs to happen there. But that's so hard with all this like launching and with the business stuff because so much of our insecurity and our survival and our wishing and like our, this is where our money comes from, all of that is woven into like and, and, and clouded sometimes our inner knowing and just surrendering to something leading you. Yeah. It's also when you don't get anybody in your launch. What if that is also coming from a place that you are fully supported? What if that's done to support you more? It will give you so right. much in experience, in learning, in, oh, apparently this didn't work. And where have I maybe been incongruent? Maybe this wasn't something I really wanted to sell, but I thought I should sell. It will give you so much to just digest that it has value. Absolutely. So the failures, I know it's so cliche, but there's so much in there. And I think it, it increases your, your skill, your ability to be with harder things. Absolutely. And also like, you know, what does success then mean for you? Because a lot of the times we think if we, if we don't reach that, that, I don't know, let's just say 30 K mark, or we don't mm -hmm. sell out our products, then that was a, a failure. Yeah. But actually it's like, well, can you define success in multiple ways? Is it also, you know, you growing as a female leader, you deepening in the intimacy with yourself and how you, how much you can hold and your threshold to hold. And also, I really feel like these type of launches, a lot of the times it's initiations into 
the work you're about to teach. Yeah. Like a lot of the times that's what it is. Me, for example, <laughs> I'm launching something called Launch Doula. Mm -hmm. I better well know what the hell it feels like to launch all the, the roller coaster and all the ups and downs. Yeah. You know, and even though I've I've had many launches, they've always been one-on-ones without a closing of the door. And so this launch doula experience for me, I mean, has really brought me to my hands and knees. Yeah. And every day it's a new it's something new. And I'm like, all right, of course if I'm going to be the one to hold women through it, really hold a group of women through it, I have to know what it's like to be brought to my hands and knees and then not try to micromanage. This is what I do every day. I catch myself and I know it. I tell myself, you know, I do my visualization. Mm -hmm. I, I know how the day is going to go. And then <laughs> when it doesn't go that way, there's many times where I'm just like, yeah, I'll sit there and I'll just be like dumbfounded. I'm like, well, that wasn't expected, you know? And instead of feeling the feels and like going slower and allowing, you know, the lesson to land and for me to deepen in the work, if I disassociate and stay in my mind and beat myself up, it's just like, it's just this perpetual, like me be staying in the void the whole time. Yeah. And, and I think this is why the business that you and I are in, and I'm guessing a lot of people listening to this are in, it's such a fast track all the places where you're staying closed you are refusing to open because your launch isn't going to work as long as you're micromanaging the launch is going to work as long as you're controlling i've i've seen people like it's not maybe it will but it won't be what you really want it to be really successful people i sometimes felt like they would be selling something and i could feel that it came from a place of i really need you to buy from me because i need something to be true about myself i need mm. to be that person that i've had under k months I could feel it. I could feel like they needed me to buy. The moment that was the case, I didn't want to buy. It's the same as that somebody like booty calls you or booty calls you because they just, they've had a shitty day and they need to feel good about themselves or if they really just want to hang out with you. So true. You can always Different tell. Different energetic. Oh yeah. And that's, so that's why this business, it backfires a lot when you're coming from these micromanaging places. I think we often forget how taken care of we actually are. Also when shit hits the fan, also when it's not working, also when you're not making the money, you are actually taken care of. There is no other option. Like really let that sink in. There is no way that there's a God here, that there's a consciousness here that is sitting there and it's like, oh, you kind of suck today, uh, Julia, down <laughs> at earth. You kind of suck today. I'm not going to take care of you today. That's not how life works. I guess the question is like, and this leads to the question I wanted to ask you, which was, what is this greater consciousness? And like, at least, you know, how do you see it for yourself? It is definitely not a father figure. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've said he. To me, it feels like a he, but I, everybody is all, like, experience it in your own body. There is no way this is a father figure that criticizes and judges and, and corrects. There is no way. Daddy is not dad. Daddy is not dad. Daddy's all over sky daddy's not over mm. so i don't i don't like it, whatever you believe at least we, i think we can all agree that it's some higher level of consciousness right there's no way that still acts in the human ways that we are <laughs> i'm like oh this kind of sucks that's not okay there's just no way there's no way i don't believe that i've seen god or whatever or goodness happen to people who've done really shitty things Think about like an addict. An addict deserves love, right? They're not setting out all good vibes into the universe either. 
So we are so much more than that. And that's why this is the this this whole skydiving work is about can I trust that I'm taken care of, that I'm supported, and am I actually receptive to that support? Also when it's not happening the way I want it to. So that might be your launch isn't working. Okay, if this is coming from the highest place of support, what is it trying to tell me? Maybe it's trying to tell you to change your languaging. Maybe it's trying to tell you that this is not your kind of course. Maybe it's trying to tell you that you're actually not in love with this. And can you can you hear that? Can you hear? Are you willing to see that? I think a lot of times, you know, you put in so much effort mm-hmm. and you want to control it. You're like, no, this is going to work for me. Yeah. And it's this fear of, yeah, what is this fear that we have of like iterating, being open to change the course? I think we all struggle with the vulnerability of things not working out. We struggle with whatever we think is weakness of what whatever we think is you not being powerful enough, whatever we attach our value to that dropping away, we struggle with vulnerability. And so we'll do whatever we can to avoid that and to control that. And that's not where Skydaddy wants you. No. And, 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 this, this reframe really helps us see when shitty things happen as something kinky is so powerful. And you know the book Existential Kink. If you're listening to this, you've never heard that book. Buy it right now. It's it's honestly my Bible. <laughs> it's such a great book because it it says that like we all do things because they give us sensation, not necessarily pleasure. So somebody who's in a kinky thing might, I don't know, get get like bound by ropes it's not necessarily pleasurable it might even be painful but at least they're feeling a lot of stuff right mm. and it's the same with life they she gives the example i think of somebody's uh, always always having financial difficulties she says that like any rational brain would think why would somebody stay in that and get stuck in that that's not pleasurable right that doesn't give you anything good but it does make you feel things and that's what we're all doing we're oriented towards sensation and so we date avoided men because they hurt real good, right? If something makes you super energized, it's an avoidant guy. Whereas secure love is not that exciting <laughs> for a lot of people. And it's, these concepts are also the sky daddy thing of he's not, or he, whatever you want to call it, he's not there to just pleasure you. He's there to give you life and for you to feel the fullness of life. Mm. and that includes sometimes suffering yeah I've been you know this I've been chronically ill my whole life I've spent many times on my knees giving up Mm. and they were the most profound moments of my life that's where love happened that's where healing happened it was when I gave up when I stopped trying to take take or to control life when I stopped saying like oh like why me? Why me? Why me? Why is this happening to me? I deserve better. Why me? The moment I let that all go and just said, I, I'm going to stop trying to heal. I, I give up. I don't know what to do anymore. That was when the healing happened. Really? And, you know, how I, how, like hearing your story, what it feels like to me is, you know, the moment you drop down to your hands and knees, it's like, this resistance stops yeah. and kind of like this openness happens in your heart or there's just an opening for some 
don't even know if it's like you're being in the moment, but like something. How would you describe it? So right now I'm dealing with anxiety. I have lots of anxiety, no story, just my body's moving through lots of anxiety. I spent 10 days trying to make it better every day with breath work, with magnesium, with exercise, with mindset work. I was just trying so hard for it to not be it. Mm -hmm. And after 10 days, I was exhausted. And I just really needed it to stop. And my partner looked at me and he said, you need to do one thing, Sophie. It is the thing, it's because you want it to stop that it's continuing. Mm. Give up. Tell the anxiety that it can have its way with you. Let it have you. And so I did. And the moment I did that, I started crying. Like in that split second that I just, mm. I felt that. I was like, okay, have your way with me. I, I can't do it anymore. Mm. Have your way with me. I just started crying. I was breathing for the first time in 10 days. Even after all that breath work. <laughs> yeah, like I went, my breath just wouldn't relax. Yeah. I was breathing for the first time in 10 days. Tears came. My body just started releasing. It's because That's why we all have these very deep-rooted covert ways in which we're kind of trying to, for the situation to not be what it is. Yeah. If I just do that work, I won't be anxious. If I just do that work, I won't feel lonely. And I think life, Sky Daddy, is asking you to give up. <laughs> Have your way with me. Yeah, it's so true. I, I funny, I had a similar experience last mm. week. I've I've been launching Launch Jula and it's been a roller coaster, as I said, but a beautiful initiation in every step that I've been able to surrender. Yeah. I have enormous compassion and insight for my clients. So I'm so grateful for this experience. But yeah, last week I also had a lot of anxiety and just with all the pressure I was putting on myself and the mean inner critic voices mm-hmm. that started to build and I that I kept on pushing away with positivity, love and light. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't it wouldn't stop. It was it would come out in different, you know, yeah. it would be triggered in different moments. And so funny enough, similar to you, but I found this Spotify playlist that <laughs> cracked my heart open and I was lying on the floor and I just felt the 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 lyrics like I had never felt before and oh my god I just let myself move and moan and at one point I was kind of like yeah I kind of had to like yell and deep breathe and then all of a sudden it was like wow this stillness and this overflow of love came through my heart and um and I was so tender and touched and open the rest of the night and I was just like wow and then the subsequent days were beautiful. And then the control came back again. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, now, how do we create a practice every day? Or whatever, that's also controlling. But like, how do we, how do we integrate this into our daily lives? The imagery that comes up to me, and I'm sorry if this is a bit sexual, but <laughs> imagine your lover is pinning you down. Mm-hmm. And he's just saying, honey, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to stay here and pleasure you. Mm. And he's keeping you there for a long time. And in the beginning, you were able to relax into it. And you're like, oh, this is sexy. But he's still keeping, he's still pinning you down. And so you're like, oh, but I don't want this anymore. I'm ready for something else. And he's like, no, honey, I'm keeping you here. <laughs> Until you soften through that again and through that again and through that again. I think the practice is, can I tune into what is pinning me against the wall? 
what is holding me here? What has got me? What is actually in control? Mm. Because you're you thinking that you can control all these pieces is an illusion. That doesn't mean that you don't have to do any actions. Of course you have to do actions. But it's a very different action when it comes from someone's got my back and I'm gonna do an action. Or I need to make sure these people get into my course because otherwise I'm not gonna make enough money this month. Yes. Different energetics. Completely. Same action, different things gonna happen. So there's to for me it's 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 feminine embodiment. It's feminine embodiment into something masculine, into the wall, into the floor. Literally reminding your body that there's something else that's got you. It's your relationship to gravity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're smiling because <laughs> I'm just like it's so beautiful and and you know along that lines because I was thinking of well what if you know you know deep down that let's say you want to quit something yeah. early not in in the sense that you feel okay you know I've, something has got my back okay like maybe this isn't meant to be yeah but I have to say that there is something beautiful about finishing what you set to finish still thinking that you know something's got my back I don't need this to happen, but let's see. Let's mm-hmm. let's learn from the end because I'll tell you, I am, I have quit so many launches in the past, and I never really fully learned the lessons of them. Yeah. And so what happens is it kind of sets you back. Yeah. Because, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Even though my, as I was saying, my one-on-one business, mm-hmm. great, no mm-hmm. problems. But this group thing, mm-hmm. I had been pushing off for honestly, it's been a year and a half. Mm-hmm that I would start some a launch, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be up to par with how I wanted to go, then I would just quit. And the wild thing is, is that a year and a half later, you know, I'm pushing, I'm pulling through with this one. Whether, whether the, you know, I'll get the result that I want in the end or not. Mm-hmm. The truth is, I do still, I don't find it a failure. This is something that I had to redefine for myself. Even if no one comes, mm-hmm. is it a failure? And I, I realized to myself, no. Because the initiations that I felt, as I've said, what I've learned and all mm-hmm. of the pieces, like that has built me so strongly. And I'm not doing this because I need the money. That's what I thought. You yeah. know, my fear will tell me that. And that's what will create pressure. Yeah. But the moment I transmute that into this devotion and mm-hmm. as you were saying, like, and I love this metaphor and I'll definitely use that this week. Thank you. Of feeling like, wow, you know, something greater has has got my back like but what i will say about this is that i this is this is what my north star is as well i check where i'm not free Mm. what i'm avoiding Mm. and where my edge is right now because that's where i can expand remember i said like the universe is always expanding i think that's the same thing you get to do so for instance in my business i look where my crunchy parts are Mm. crunchy for me selling an evergreen course Mm. okay so let's go do that <laughs> crunchy for me is selling is not over delivering but just doing a one hour lecture and letting that be enough <laughs> that is crunchy as shit for me i would i like that makes me uncomfortable just thinking about it so that's what i'm going to do that's actually how i decide what to do next in my business is where it feels hard to go do that mm. wow because so i want to expand it because there are places where i'm not free yeah and so I've learned this from my teacher, John Wineland, in a slightly different way. But he always asks the question, like, what is the energy you most resist being? Mm. What is the thing you really don't want to be? 
Mm-hmm. And that could be, I don't know, boss babe or ditzy blonde girl, whatever, right? What's the thing you really don't want to be? I, for instance, really don't want to be somebody who charges $300 for a one-hour workshop. Of course, there's integrity pieces in there, but because I feel that, I create courses with 20 hours of lectures and it's way too much for people. <laughs> so I need to I need to go towards it. I need to go play with that frequency. And so that's really, I love that you're talking about this because that was something that was blocked in you mm-hmm. because it was blocked in you. It was actually ruling you a lot more. Yeah. And now you're going towards it. And that might be the lesson. The lesson might be, I know now what it's like to sit with a course, with a group course, with a deadline. And now I'm not afraid of it. Yeah. Now I don't need to avoid this. It might still be the conclusion that it's not your thing. Yeah. Might be. Which is totally okay, but it's not ruling you anymore from the shadows. Yeah. You're not afraid to go there anymore. Yeah. And so I love that this comes back to where can I expand right now? What is crunchy? What feels like I'm putting energy to avoid it? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the because once you've gone through it once mm-hmm. or twice, yeah. it won't feel crunchy anymore. Actually, that's where clarity comes through. And so you can, from a really, um, you know, that your perspective can really be clean in the sense where you're like, okay, this does work and this doesn't work. Whereas before, when you were in the shadows, it was like this big, scary monster and you were making it into something that was just like, yeah, had a big story. So when you go through it, you teach yourself, huh, I can do the hard things. Hmm, It's not so bad. What is it really? And then, yeah. Yeah. So setting it free, setting it free. Where can I expand? Mm. Where can I expand? That's so beautiful. So um, Mm. when it comes to... This idea of, yeah, teaching about God mm-hmm. and teaching about the cosmos and the universe. Like, you know, a lot of people relate it to religion, oppressive religion. Um, and so I feel like you're kind of re, rebranding it. And so I'm curious, like, how you feel talking about this and also how it differs from religion for you. I didn't want to teach on this at all. <laughs> I done one post about it and then a lot of people were like, oh, you're the Sky Daddy girl. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I'd been feeling into what to teach next. And I had done a poll and a story. And there was there was like four options. And I thought I put Sky Daddy in there and I thought, Sky Daddy for sure is not gonna win. And then 90% of the votes were for Sky Daddy. Ooh. And that was my Sky Daddy moment. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> okay, I guess we got, I got to do this. Yeah. And then I got these DMs of just, Sophie, when is it coming? I really want to take this course with you. I would get people saying, like, I can't wait for this. This is going to be so fun. I can't wait. And every I've, I've said it. You said it to me. I think one said And all of that, for me, my internal dialogue is just, oh, Skydive, I hear you. I guess I really have to do this. So that's how I'm being led. I don't want to teach on Skydive, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I find it deeply uncomfortable, deeply uncomfortable to teach God. Like, who am I? But I can feel that I'm being invited into something. I'm being invited in what my experience of this is. I believe we all have our own relationship to define the cosmos and all of it is true. All I can do is open up someone to this option. Ever expanding energy. And it might not be your thing at all. And I love that. That's great. Perfect. Great. I'm every course I teach, I'm always like, if you disagree with me the entire course, I celebrate you because you felt your truth. Mm. That's what I care about. Mm. It'll be the same here. And um, I still don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to do a course on it. I still don't know what's going to happen inside of it. 
I have no idea. But this is where, this is my biggest skydiving practice because normally I will prepare, not all of it, but I'll prepare quite a bit of kind of what the process is that I want people to go through my course. This course is very clear. I do not have a say in this. I'm going to have to surrender to something leading me and dropping to my knees and saying, what do you want me to speak on? What do you want people to experience? And it's terrifying to sell something and not know what it's going to be about. But I this yeah, this is what you said. You have to take your own medicine. Yeah, I was about to say. You have to take your own medicine, and I have to do that here. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So, I mean, <sighs> uncomfortable. Yeah. But uncomfortable is good. Because something that I want you to take away from this conversation is that uncomfortable is good. Uncomfortable means you're at a place where you can open. And opening is good. Opening is good. Open wider and open wider. This is what the cosmos is doing to you. It's just saying, will you open wider to life? Will you let more of life in? Yeah. Yeah. And why don't we want to open? Because it's vulnerable. Yeah. Because it's a loss of control. Yeah. Because it means you have to give up something. You have to give up yourself to, to man, to God, to whatever. You have to give up something. And that means you have to trust it. And that's really scary. Yeah. You have to trust it. Because, you know, sometimes things won't go the right way according to your plans. Yeah. But actually it's all working out for a greater plan and something bigger. And do you trust that? A lot of people get stuck, like, yeah. if they opened up and they trusted and then they got hurt, yeah. then they, like, stay in this loop of, like, PTSD, yeah. honestly. And I've seen that a lot with my clients. Yeah. Um, especially with like launch trauma, launch trauma yes, or, oh, or hiring a team yeah. and feeling like it just was a waste of your money and trust. Like a lot of yeah. things can happen. And so you can get stuck in that yeah. and not want to open again because yeah. the vulnerability didn't work out according to plan. Yeah. And here's the thing. Pain is part of it. Suffering is part of it. There is no version of this life for anybody that is pain-free, suffering-free. It does not exist. And I think if you want to expand in this business, you have to expand your capacity to be with shitty things. Yeah, in any business. In any business, with clients being upset with you, with launches not working, with doing the wrong thing, with coaching somebody completely wrong, whatever, right? You, We have to work on our ability to be with that. Because it's the same as a male lover, right? To, or, or masculine lover to his feminine. If he can't handle her no, she's not free to give him her yes. If I can't say no to my partner, if I know he can't handle it, if I go, no, baby, not tonight, I will, I will be less inclined to say yes. He needs to be able to sit with my rejection sometimes, with my pushing back. His capacity to be with that opens me. And that's the same with all of these things that we're talking about here. So yes, Bonshram, I totally get it. I, I have my own share of that too. This is why we hire people like you. <laughs> because we get to be supported as these things come up. But it's not bad if they happened. Yeah. It's not bad if they happened. Suffering is not bad. I've gone through so much illness that I didn't take it away. Why not? Because it's me being me. Yeah. I mean, I, I am who I am because of it. I would never want that to be different. 
Yeah, it's like we all love the success stories afterwards when we talk about our war wounds. Yeah. But when we're going through it, it's just something that humans, they don't like to, yeah, they're not, it's not as popular, obviously. You know, it's not It's not in the stories we grew up with. Yeah. Um, Disney stories. Yeah. But we're all in the middle of our Disney story. We're all in the middle <laughs> of our warrior thing, right, of, of slaying the dragons. We're all in the middle of it. And, and you know, you also know, if you look back at parts of your life, they all make sense. They all make sense. Every step yeah. of it made sense. And whatever you're going through right now, a month from now, 10 years from now, you'll look at this moment and you'll think, that makes so much sense. I just didn't know it. And that's what I'm talking about, skydiving. Just feel that support that's there that you'll feel 10 years from now when you look back. It's already here. This is already making sense. Whatever it is, the success, the quote-unquote failure, the things working out, things not working out. It is all support. It is all here from something greater that's got you. Yeah. So you might as well... Let go. Let go. Just like, let go. <laughs> you, have, you have two options, basically. You, it yeah. will happen it's either happen. way. Yeah. So it's like, what's what's going to be better for you in, in the long term, you know? That you controlled and you, you thought you could micromanage the whole thing? Yeah. Because it made you feel like you could change the, you know, the tides? Or... To try, believe in Sky Daddy. Believe in Sky Daddy. I think he's Sky Daddy is He's always there playing with you. Only because he wants to give it to you good. <laughs> so, like, I'm to open wider. That's all he's trying to do. I love it. So, next time something <laughs> shitty happens or it goes off course, like, I'm just going to imagine next one, of my, <laughs> the next one of my lunches that doesn't work or something, like, it just doesn't work according to plan. I'm just going to bend over and imagine Sky Daddy just like spanking me five hard times. Yes. Because actually, this is the existential king part, because actually you really wanted to be spanked. <laughs> I did a little bit. See, there you go. To be honest, I yeah. always felt with clients, like I always understood the waves of the launch because I've been through mm -hmm. it also, but I hadn't, and I'd seen a lot of people's mm -hmm. launches, but I hadn't gone through the doors closing of a group launch. And I always felt like, God damn, hot damn. Like, I just yeah. wanted to experience that in a way where it works and it doesn't work yeah. because I have to hold people through both of it, all yeah. of it. And so I think maybe this is, I did ask for this. There you go. <laughs> you look so naughty now. I'm like, oh, I did yeah. ask for this. Yeah. I, I knew I did, but I never wanted to admit it on this launch. I didn't want to admit it. <laughs> yeah, you asked for this. Yeah. You asked for this. And so sometimes we ask for the harder parts too. Yes, we want to feel what it's like. Yeah. We want to have gone through it. Want to experience all of life. Yeah. Want to live fully. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not just in the lightness. Gorgeous example. I love this. This is a great one. It's <laughs> great to like weave it through that. Was a real life example. Yeah. This is exactly it. Yeah. This is exactly it. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Bruce. Beautiful. No, thank you. This was so expansive. It just makes me feel like. We're both in like this warm honey love pot. And we're just yeah. like, you know, we're making it all okay. Yeah. It's not just about the pleasure of being in the hot, warm honey pot, but it's like we can laugh and enjoy and talk about life all together um, and just not be scared of those hard things anymore. I feel like a lot of times in the spiritual world, you know, we're always talking about this love and light and positive affirmations and how the mature, healthy, feminine, yeah. masculine need to act. And it's like, well, hey, this part is also a huge part of it that 
we don't really know how to talk about, but I love the sky daddy piece. It's like, it makes us, we can also laugh about it. Like it's just a part of the experience. We get stronger from it and um, it can also be fun and kinky in the process. Yeah. Yeah. And stop micromanaging God. It doesn't work. You're not that in control. You're just not. (laughs) He will give you good things whether you have a vision board or not. Like honestly, he will. So let it go. Just go, just go be, go be human. Just go be, go feel, play that Spotify playlist if you're feeling overwhelmed. (laughs) Be jealous, gossip, do your thing. Like just be human. Yeah, be human. And you are deserving of love and support. Always. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yay. (laughs) And a good spanking. And a good spanking. Five five hard spanks. Five hard spanks. Yeah. Or ten, whatever. Yeah. Hi, honey. Thank you, my love. Thank you. This is so good. Mm. Hope you guys Mm. enjoyed the episode. All right, my love. That about sums up this week's juicy episode. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to pass it along to a girlfriend you think might get uplifted from this conversation. And if there was a particular juicy nugget that you enjoyed, please feel free to share it on your social media and tag me. That way I can shower you with my love and appreciation. Thank you so much. And don't forget to give this podcast five stars so it can reach as many people as possible who are interested in pleasure, profit, and soul in the new age. Yes, motherfucker. I'm so happy you were here. Thank you so much. And I'll see you for the next episode. Lots of love. And don't forget to stay juicy. Mwah.